Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, as Cody mentioned during the Chiefs Red Half Hour, Pro Bowl voting ends today. Patrick Mahomes currently trails Tua for the top spot, the overall vote getter. Again, hopefully it won't even really matter other than just give them the nod. It's more importantly, uh, hopefully they're not playing in the Pro Bowl because it'll be in that in-between the week between the title game and the Super Bowl. Also, uh, if you take a look at uh, the injury report for Kansas City, everybody expected to practice again for Kansas City. So that means McCole Hardman and Kadarius Tony. Well, Tony was a limited participant yeah. based on the injury report yesterday. I just McCole. I don't not, think McCall, I don't think either's playing. McCole, I'm like very confident not playing Sunday because uh, he's still not he's still not off IR. Um, and then Kadarius Tony, yeah, if he's limited, cold weather, hamstring. Although they're going to play in an indoor stadium, I guess that's a good thing. You wonder sometimes, I know they're practicing outdoors maybe, but the, the game will be in a nice, what, 70-degree climate down in uh, the NRG or Dome or whatever the hell it's called, stadium. You live in Houston, come on. NRG Stadium Dome. What's Houston be, called? Emerald City, life. Queen City, we've learned all these. I forgot, actually. I should know that. I forgot. I was only there, I was only there for two years. I have no idea. That's a long time to live in a place. Was able to find the best fajita. Well, yeah, I went there multiple times. Correct answer is Space City. That makes sense. Obvious. Space City is the answer we were looking for. Yeah. Next up on Watch Training Thursday Night Football tonight, 49ers at C or 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. Brock Purdy is going to make the start. He was questionable with an injury all week. The rookie will go ahead and make the start, uh, which obviously is important. I don't think you want to. Brock Purdy's done really well. I don't think you're going to find out. What happens if you get to the fourth quarterback on your depth uh, chart? They've already had quite a bit of success yeah. with the third quarterback on their depth chart. This game tonight pretty much will wrap up the division if the 49ers win it uh, against Seattle. I mean, Seattle, uh, knowing what their schedule is in front of them and also where they're they have like they have to win this game against the 49ers. Otherwise, Seattle's only hope is they also be need this to just card. get in the playoffs. Yeah, the wild well, card spot's going to be tough if they lose this game as well. This is really the Chiefs their the season week. hangs in the balance a bit. Considering the rest of their schedule, this is a really important game for Seattle. Next up on what's trending, Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker has been named the next president of the NCAA. He'll begin his role on March the 1st. Mark Emmert is out. Uh, look, the, the power of the NCAA has been dwindling for years now. Um, however, I think the decision by the NCAA to choose uh, a governor for this is not by accident by any means. It's because we know that they're going to be dealing with Congress a lot on this NIL stuff and trying to figure out uh, some of the regulations involved with that. Uh, so it makes sense they would want someone that has those relationships and involvement in that. But other than that, like his role, he, we, we've all seen this play out. We're going to talk about in a second with the punishments that get handed out by the NCAA. They, they, 
they don't have near the power they once did. And more and more of these powerful institutions and conferences have realized that, like, why do we really need you, NCAA? Which is why I still think down the road we will see, uh, I'm talking, you know, 10 years from now, sure. separation from the NCAA for the, for the big boys, not everybody. The NCAA, I think, is very important for D2, D3, and things like that. But, yeah. About to find out their biggest cash cow, football, has been leaving them for a while. Getting ready to do a little bit more of that. Next up on what training, Drew Brees is heading to Purdue hmm. to be an interim assistant coach, apparently helping them in the transition to the new coaching staff here for the Boilermakers. Okay. Man, dude, if I made that amount of money, there is no way I would go be in an assistant coach in college. Now, is no. he just doing it for the bowl game, or is he doing that long? Like, is it just a bowl game thing? It's unclear. Because Jeff Brown left for Louisville. Right. Remember, Brees got nothing going on. He thought he should be. He, he was on one of the main broadcasts. They didn't like oh, him there, so they replaced him. He got good. kicked off. Said he wanted to do play-by-play -play again. Nobody was really picking up the phone, asking him to call. So now assistant coach. And he got struck by lightning. For Purdue. And he got struck by lightning. <laughs> and a fake marketing campaign for points bet. I guess it wasn't a fake marketing campaign. It was, it was a, a real, real marketing real campaign. Marketing it was a campaign. fake lightning fake strike. Fake lightning strike, yeah. That's all. So either way, Drew Brees I, is going to go be an assistant interim coach. assistant Again, what's, coach. Again, what's an interim assistant coach? Has that tag, I, has that title ever been applied to any coach ever? Interim assistant Because coach. even when George Brett became the hitting coach for the Royals in the middle of that 2014 season, they never called it interim. They're just like, he's the hitting coach for now. Like, they weren't like, he'll just do it interim. We know we're going to fire him, but, you know, or let him retire, go back to being rich. I don't know, man. That's weird. Just, right. just making faces. I don't think he's a big fan of this interim assistant coach thing. No, I have exception with the way that you just phrased it. What do you mean? Well, he just said, oh, well, he didn't, you know, have the term interim. We're just going to let him go. What? Isn't that interim? Yeah, they just didn't call it that. Nobody ever calls it that. They're interim like, basically is like permanent or not permanent. It's like, are you hired to be, is the plan for you to keep this job for a long time or a short time? Because it's short time, it's filling. It's interim, interim is like, we don't know. We'll see. Well, I think interim and fill-in. Now we're getting real ridiculous. Here. Okay. I think interim and fill-in is very similar. I think it's the same thing. If I, Synonyms, you say? Yeah, like if you're if if you're the yeah. Anyway, that's, that's right. what's trending. We don't need to we don't need to get nerdy with the conversation on wording and phrasing. Jed, do you want to say anything else to piss people off before we move on he, to the next topic? I don't think, did he do anything in the eleven o'clock hour or just the ten o'clock hour? Plenty of stuff. Yeah, I but think that I, one's I still stewing. That yeah. one on the text line still brewing. Someone's still texting in about our, our Christmas slash holiday party this afternoon. I don't, I don't again, still see what's so egregious about saying that I want to call it a holiday party I, as opposed to a Christmas party. As I party. told you, I don't have an issue either way. Uh, sure I think it is a, I think it I is a I actually think we should party. call it a Hanukkah party. We should just stick with that. <laughs> I'm fine just, with that. Call it that. It's, how about just, it's just a holiday party, and everybody's happy, and we can move along, <laughs> and everybody's good. No, I want this happy to holidays. be brought up. Merry We're, Christmas, have, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, and there we go. Everybody we have a happy. few narratives while I'm in for Nick. We're going to ask continually, are you guys my dogs? And we're going to get no. to the bottom of that. No. And you're going to bark we're not on the 23rd, bark. the time. last day. I don't know. Uh, sure, the 23rd, yep. Perfect. Mm, and he's then, not in on that day. Damn it. Sure. I'm going to record you barking and then we're I'll, gonna I'll send, a, I'll send you some audio of my dog barking there you go <laughs> perfect as long as there is a bark okay, I can do that. from a, a gold family, family right, member that's the deal. I, I will i will send you some audio of my dog barking you don't bark a lot bark. is that gonna be easy to get it'll happen i mean there'll be a time like a lot no but there'll be she barks every day at some point it's about something yeah and then we're gonna continue to piss people off about whether it's a holiday or christmas party <laughs> Those are, I can make those promises. What does promises. the email say? Does it say holiday party? Oh, what does the company really email say? This? Oh, jeez, Cody couldn't let Have you go. not seen the disdain Cody that people have had go. in the actual, like, we're about to move on. harassing 
comments oh, that I'm getting here on the, the we're, text we're line. We're about to move on, and now <laughs> Cody wants say, to have a real conversation. It does about say it. in the company email, holiday party. No, it doesn't. Wait, really? <laughs> Again, this is, it doesn't matter. I'm going to take this up with HR then. This is, di- this is oh, egregious. Oh, Jed is going to really get people fired up now. This it up says Dive HR. Bar Christmas Party. But anyway. Oh, it does. Well, there's oh. a reason I'm not going. You're not going? Oh, my apologies. Are you skipping now? You're holding. A, you're taking a stand? Yeah, that was the breaking. <laughs> also, if we're throwing it back to the 10 o'clock hour, the text line is still responding. They left for lunch. Cody goes back with the long sleeves. What happened? You I was roll, getting, rolled, I didn't like it. The They're getting uncomfortable. People are watching on the video stream <laughs> and happened? they want to know why you're, so you're all dressed really paying attention. In, a, in, a, in a flannel today and usually don't wear a button down shirt. I think that's what's confusing people. Yeah, but we were going to the dive bar <laughs> Christmas party <laughs> and I wanted to be dressed appropriately. Oh my goodness. We'll get to all Should we just wrap it up? Do you want Bink- Binkley would happily just do six it. hours. <laughs> Let's just I'm get out. out. It's fine. Let's go. Let's just get out of here. Cody wants to get started uh, at the party. Yeah. Already. He's yeah. just going to be sitting there already. Before I'm just going to go to the bar before it shut down. For the, They're like, hey, you know, by the way, you got to leave by four. There's a, you know, there are three or whatever. It's like there's a, there's a private party. Like, no, nah, I'm coming to that too. A holiday party. I just decided to get started. <laughs> All right, we'll get to all 32 coming up in about eight minutes or so. But we, we had mentioned the NCAA during what's trending. And I, I think what happened yesterday involving Arizona, the University of Arizona, uh, and its basketball program with uh, the violations and therefore the punishments, uh, you can tie back to potentially what it means for Kansas. And so Arizona, their men's basketball program, they were also facing, Cody, five level one violations. We know, um, in case we didn't already know, thanks to Eli Drinkwitz holding up a sign that reminded us at the Missouri Tigers basketball game uh, where Kansas won by 28 points that KU also uh, is being investigated and committed potentially five level one uh, violations. And we saw Arizona, who had self-imposed a postseason ban uh, years before, had self-imposed other recruiting uh, restrictions, essentially uh, – the, the IARP, which is not the NCAA, this is a separate individual or independent, excuse me, review panel, the same panel that KU has chosen for their path uh, and has been now, I think, enough evidence of seeing that the IARP is not going to be as uh, severe in terms of handing out punishments as the NCAA, whereas the NCAA, hey, man, they, they just want, they thought they wanted this, but they didn't, they didn't go off of clear evidence. The IARP is going away. If we don't have the evidence for it, even though we think maybe something's, if we don't have the evidence for it. So they have evidence probably against Townsend, but they do not have evidence against Bill Self. We saw Arizona, a couple of their assistant coaches did get show cause, former assistant coaches. Yeah, 10 year and four year? Yeah, ten, pretty lengthy. 10 and two, maybe, or something like that. Uh, but Sean Miller, who was the head coach at the time, who is now the coach at, at Xavier, no show cause penalty. Why does this matter for KU? I th- it can maybe peel back the curtain a little bit and give you a glimpse. Doesn't mean a guarantee, but a glimpse of potentially what is to come for KU, whereas we know KU has not self-imposed a postseason ban. That'll be the big question is, does the IARP think that was needed? Thank God right? they didn't last year. Uh, yeah, well, no kidding, yeah. <laughs> um, and what happens on the recruiting stuff? What, some of the, the restrictions that KU has placed on themselves, is that in the eyes of the IARP, quote-unquote, good enough? Now, do I think Curtis Townsend is, is going to likely end up getting hit with something? Yeah, I, I, I do. But I think what we saw yesterday from the overall men's basketball program for those that are thinking there's just going to be this huge hammer that's going to be laid down on KU and they're going to get multiple years or multiple years of postseason bans and Bill Self's getting a show cause, I think yesterday tells you that that I don't believe that's going to happen. I know uh, it's a shame the IARP is going because this yeah. even firmly settled in never go along with the NCAA, never cooperate, fight 
fight in every conceivable notion, right? Because every team that fought and went this route is doing better than anybody who tried to admit to some of the small faults they would have done. Because Missouri, after all this, Missouri might end up being more harshly punished for their NCAA violations a decade ago than Kansas for this one. Yeah, I mean, I think we've learned over the years that cooperating with the NCAA was the worst decision you could have made. That's just the reality, unfortunately, with how the NCAA acted and why the NCAA, to our point earlier, they just have less and less power than ever before because everybody, for the most part, at that level just thinks they're a joke and they don't have any control over them. Um, and so then they came out with this IARP, an independent panel, so which, as you said, now is going to go away. But there's still cases, including Kansas's, that has to be heard. And I saw there's uh, Mike Vernon who uh, tweets out some things all the time around KU. Um, he is saying that he's hearing at least that the hearing for KU in this IARP, they hope to have it before the summer, but there's no date set. We've been before saying that. Before this summer, we, we've been, been saying we've been saying that for years. Remember this all? St- this is five plus years ago now. That's what's crazy. We're almost we're going on five years here pretty soon that all this was taking this, place. This this is probably my issue with it now. I can't, you know, just let everyone off or punish them all the same. <laughs> just blanket, blanket punishment. The same one you gave Arizona, just give to Kansas. We're done. We're done here. I can't. How can we even care? Everything that these schools are in trouble for is now legal in the NCAA. I don't even root for Kansas. Like, just give them the same punishment as Arizona. Let's call it a wash. Would you take it right now? Did you just take the same Arizona punishment, even if it came with a one-year postseason ban? No. Would you just be done no. with it? No. Can we be done here? No, I wouldn't take that. No. No. Why? I don't. Who's going to say, yeah, we'll take the postseason ban for the hell of it, Cody? No No show cause. No trouble for your head coach. No. 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 (laughs) You're about to see this thing out, huh? Yeah. Come on. But it's, it's like it doesn't. There is no. Zero thing that should take place in a court of law or a legal thing or with the NCAA to take five years. This is an absurd amount of time to come to a resolution of something. By the time they actually solve this, the players and the coaches who will be involved, like the players will be in their like third year of the NBA. I mean, it's so far down the road. Zion's like 30. He was around during some of the – I know I'm exaggerating. This is also why when you asked me about the postseason ban and, and, and the reason why like we've seen through this IARP they really haven't laid out postseason ban since they've been doing this, Cody, is because what you just said doesn't make any sense for the kid that was, what, um, 15 years old at the time, 14 years old at the time? You know, that yeah, was, he was in like seventh you know, grade yeah, when way, this was happening at yeah, Kansas. 13, 14 years old, and, and, and then now that he's uh, a junior at, let's use Kansas or Arizona, now you're going to do a postseason ban on him when he had nothing to do with it. That's the that's the dilemma. We'll see. This IARP, though, I think, has shown that they're not laying down the hammer the way the NCAA perhaps would, and also um, perhaps um, the IARP, based off of who actually is in charge. It's, it's just a bunch of it's a bunch of lawyers essentially that are on that that they're actually looking for for clear. They have to have clear evidence in their mind in order to punish a certain way. Versus the NCAA, that was just like, yeah, we're going to do what we want because we're the NCAA, and their grip on power is you know, is, is gone Slipping. for the most part. Yeah. yeah, what? Yeah, it is gone, which is why and like, I don't understand why they held on to this thing as long as they did anyway, but it's just, it seems like at this point, honestly, just take what, Can- I don't care, just take what Kansas said they punished themselves with. Just wrap it up. You don't need another prolonged investigation. And this was the problem. The reason why it's taken five years is the NCAA's fault too, because they put this in place and they were like, well, I got to be honest. They said this. They didn't put it this way. I'm making him sound a little bit more like an ass. 
we didn't think that many people were going to choose this route. You're like, what do you mean? Your route is vindictive and awful and punishes the maximum under any circumstance, regardless of of evidence. The other option gives you hope. Who wouldn't choose hope? <laughs> like, you really thought everyone was just going to kowtow to you and accept whatever punishments you were handing out? I don't think so. The single big, biggest cash cow for the NCAA is the NCAA tournament. They think losing football is bad. Just wait till these conferences realize they don't need them for a tournament. Right. That's the, that's the key because for football, as you, yeah, the football football playoff has nothing to do with the NCAA or anything. It is the, the Mar- March Madness tournament. That's, that is absolutely where they make all their money. And I thought, I can't remember who initially wrote a column on this maybe a year or so ago. Uh, might've been Jeff Goodman, but basically the NCAA, they're, they're an events company. Yes. They put on the event. Congratulations. We appreciate that. Thank you. Why do we need you? And this is why there why can't is, we run our own events company. Is, in fact, actually, I want to say maybe Bob Huggins also West Virginia was talking about this. Like, the NCAA has to be very careful. And this is un- unrelated, by the way, to what we were talking about with the, the KU stuff. Now we're on a different angle to this. But if you're the big boys in college basketball, even just power five conferences as a whole, you can pay a different company to put on a tournament. It'd probably take less percentage. And you would all make more money. That's like a real possibility at some point down the road. That's not, I don't think that's. You can still possible. invite the other conferences. Mm-hmm. You can still offer them a the check. NCAA, if they what, what are they providing you at that level of athlete? Again, I, I don't doubt that the NCAA. One uh, shining for, moment. For, <laughs> they probably own that, I for, guess. For Olympic sports and also for lower, I don't level, even like that, so lower cool. levels of, of collegiate athletics. I think the NCAA is very important for that in terms of supporting them. But I'm talking at the highest levels. Why, why do you need the NCAA at the highest levels? You don't. That's the short answer. You absolutely do not. All right, we'll get to a little update on Survivor. A lot of people have been asking about like what happened with our 610 Survivor League. I'll tell you and fill you in what Threats happened. Threats have been made. Uh, we'll fill you in exactly how that's all going to work out uh, based off of results from a week ago. Uh, and we'll also get back into the Chiefs and Texans. But let's get to all 32 in the NFL, presented by Anthony Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electric. Bill Belichick's going up against another assistant this weekend. So the Raiders are going to take on the Patriots. Ah, uh, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. They blew their opportunity this past Thursday against the Rams. If not, we would be talking about the maybe the, the Raiders having a chance to go on a run. Of course, they blew that lead 16-3 to with three and a half minutes to go to Baker Mayfield and the Rams. Um, but Bill Belichick, he owns his assistant coaches when they play. Like at, When they play and also overall. We know Joe Judge, assistant for Belichick, ended up being 10-23 and for the Giants. Matt Patricia... Uh, who's now back to being an assistant with Bill Belichick. But when he became the head coach with the Lions, 13 and 29, Jim Schwartz, 29 and 51. And go on the let Romeo Cornell was below 500 by 30 games. Eric Mangini below 500 by 15 games. Uh, we can get to Charlie Weiss in college football after the assistant was 41 and 49. And then Josh McDaniel before this season was 11 and 17 as a head coach, uh, as, a, as a guy that came from the Bill Belichick coaching tree. When Bill O'Brien's the best guy, Bill O'Brien was the, been the most successful. Won some playoff, yeah. won some division divisions. Titles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is this matchup, I would be hammering the Patriots to beat the Raiders in this game. Bill Belichick, when it comes to playing his former assistants, he owns them in head-to-head games for the most part, and also uh, just historically, we know the the track record. The most fascinating game this weekend for both the Chiefs and just in general is Miami and Buffalo. They are expecting heavy snow to take place during the game. And for whatever reason, maybe one of the most confusing things, Gold, is they have decided to take a stance of snow doesn't matter. He, you know, 
Mike McDaniel's wearing shirts. We'll be like, I know snow. And he's talking about how he's not going to change his game plan. And two is like, it snows in Alabama. I'm like, we're not talking about Alabama snow, man. Or even the, the, the dusting that might have occurred at some point. We're talking about 10 inches of snow in Buffalo. Is that what they're saying? On the that much? single, the, I think the last I saw was like seven to eight, nine. Like, I mean, they think it could be in that range, seven to 10 inches. Hmm. Like, if, if you're getting that amount of snow on the ground for Saturday night's game in Miami and Buffalo, we watched that game play out last year. Anything can happen. We watched the Chiefs play in a huge snow game against Buffalo. The game changes. The game can change on you. You can get blown out. You can be in some 10-3 matchup. I'm surprised that the over-under stayed as high as it did for as long as it did, considering the weather that might be moving through there. It just doesn't make any sense. Why would you pretend to act like snow doesn't matter? That you're like too cool for it. That doesn't make any sense. Again, to we've me. talked about this a lot with the, the. I agree with you. Miami's unique because it's Miami and the completely different climate. But a lot of times, like for the total, it's whether or not it's windy or not. It has to be like a lot of people assume just because it snows that it must be a low scoring game. That's not always the case. It's like, is it snowy and is it also absolutely miserably cold and or windy? That's usually what impacts the totals more than than precipitation. Like we see a rainy game, and we think automatically low scoring. That's not always, like that from a betting perspective. That's not always the case. Now, if it's you know five degrees outside and the windshield's negative ten, like that Minnesota game a couple of years ago, and it's windy, that's usually what impacts the scoring. I think it is a factor because of Miami, just because out of if there's any team that has a wider discrepancy in terms of what they're how using, they you know, normally play and what they have to play is, when which they go is to why Buffalo. If you're the Dolphins, come playoff time, I think there's some legitimate concerns there. You know, they're gonna have to unless they win that division which requires them to beat Buffalo really on, on Saturday night, uh, then Miami's going to go on the road throughout the entire playoffs. They're a wild card team. Where's and Tua gonna, from? Has he ever played in a cold weather city? He's Hawaii, right? Pretty sure yeah, he's, he's Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, I think he's from Hawaii. He's Polynesian, I think, actually. Seems, yeah, like, from Hawaii, yeah. seems like Buffalo winner would be quite the adjustment. Well, I mean, he plays in Miami, so that's probably not as big of a deal. <laughs> Hawaii, Miami, went to Alabama. He's like, it, it snows in Al- Does it snow in Alabama? I don't think it really does. I'm not a meteorologist. What's the average snowfall in Thank Alabama? Thank you for clarifying, Jed. I was, uh, you know, I was, I was wondering if you were, man. I was, I, I just was thinking, moonlight with this. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I decided to do radio, but I am meteorologist on the side. Okay, the average in um, the city in which he played, Tuscaloosa, or the nearby city, mm-hmm. uh, two inches of snowfall, snowfall per year. Okay. Total. Mm-hmm. So and I was looking, they were showing on TV, Total. I think it's Rob Ninkovich or whatever from ESPN, they were talking about that game, Cody, and they said two to four inches of snow is okay. the latest report. Yeah, I'm going li- to listen to the meteorologist of Okay, the good. Well, that's well, I just I saw it from someone else who's well more informed than I am. I'll Rob give you Nikovich. credit. I'll give Thank you the credit. I'd like the credit. It's yours. <laughs> Perfect. I didn't do anything. <laughs> it's given to you. He's giving you the credit. Take it as if you looked it up. I did on the screen. So my all 32, it seems like the AFC playoff picture is set, but two of the teams that might have something to say about it are the Patriots and the Jets. The Patriots have a 49% chance to make the playoffs. The Jets a 33% chance. Do either of these teams make it in? And if one of them does, which would you least like to play? Um, I don't really care. Jets, I guess, a little bit, because at least they have an elite defense. Belichick can cause a problem to a team in a postseason, but I, didn't last year. I told you, like, I don't think the the, the Belichick fear is there any, anymore. I, he's a hell of a coach, but I just don't think – when your offense is as limited as they are, it's hard for me to be as fearful. Before, it was like a great defensive mind. That's always there. But you still also thought their offense could could beat you. I just don't think that's the case. 
for the Patriots. So yeah, I mean, if the Patriots are the seventh seed, which they are right now, and the Chiefs were hosting them, I would I would definitely rather play the Patriots than than the Jets, even with Mike White and the cracked ribs or whatever the hell's going on with him right now. If they, the- they keep finding running backs in New York too, by the way. This other kid now is having a great like the initially it was Brees Hall. Uh, then they trade for James Robinson, and now it's this other kid that now everybody's picked up in fantasy football that might win you some fantasy football leagues. And if the Jets are able to get in, it's one of the things that I'm surprised more teams don't do. Being able to put Sauce Gardner on to Travis Kelsey would be a logistical nightmare just because I think he's arguably one of the best corners in the NFL. So Zonovan to, Knight is the guy's name. To me, that would that I, I don't want to see the Jets either. I'm with both of you guys. I think that the Patriots are so limited offensively, and I do think that so much of the shine is off what Bill Belichick has done. I'd much rather see the Patriots as opposed to the Jets. Just as long as not the Chargers, I'm fine. That's all 32 presented by Anthony Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electric. Coming up at 1 o'clock, we will talk to Paul Charchian of guillotineleaks.com. We'll get his thoughts, uh, and maybe we'll talk about the, the Jets running back situation, which, again, they, they continue to just find different young running backs, and it, it's worked out for them on the offensive side of things. But up next, a little update on Survivor. For those of you that pick Kling or myself, you're maybe asked what's going on with that. I'll explain that. We'll get back into whether or not we should be spending much time talking about the Houston Texans. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. On a Thursday, coming up in 30 minutes, Paul Charchian of guillotineleagues.com will get you set for fantasy football playoffs. It is crunch time. I already got a, I got a playoff spot locked up. Got a one locked up. It's just about seeding. Is it, I'll ask, I'll ask Charge, is it bad form if I intentionally lose? Not to help anybody else out, but to, to help, help myself seating? with seeding because there's a case to be made. I'm right now the number one seed. There's a case to be made if I lose, I could fall to the two or the three. So two or three doesn't matter. They Two and three play each other. So who cares? Two or three. 
and the opponent that I would face as the two or three is a much weaker team than this team that's now very hot that's going to sneak in, it looks like, in as four. a four seed. Is that is that not allowed? I'm not, I'm not I'm not intentionally losing to make sure someone else can get in. If who you lose to, can it in any way impact who will or will not make the nope, postseason? No, it does not. I'm playing the second-place guy. We're both tied. I have the tiebreaker. So he, him and I, the winner of this oh. game gets the one seed. And there's no buys. So and I don't not... make extra money by winning the, the, the regular season. So what... If I think it's a better matchup for the two, three seed spot than the say. one. It seems, seems fair. I'm considering it. My general rule of thumb with fantasy is always start your best lineup, regardless of the circumstances. But ooh, this might be one of the few that I will see. I, I'm thinking about it. We'll ask Charge that. It is, uh, it is Thursday when we check in with him for fantasy football. We'll get his thoughts also on Thursday night football. Uh, tonight, 49ers and the Seahawks, and uh, where to approach that in terms of the weapons. No Debo Samuel anymore, as we know, with his injury. And uh, Brock Purdy's show continues to roll on, what that means from a fantasy football angle. Alex Gold, Cody Tapp with you. Jed Marshall in for Nick Schwartz. We'll get to the random question of the day here in about eight minutes or so. Real quick update. Normally, this is the time where we do uh, Survivor League. But you uh, lost. No, no. But you lost last week. Your yeah, yeah, last team week. lost. So, yeah, so Survivor League. Official ruling has been co-champions with Kling because Kling's pick was also wrong last week. So both of us picked up a strike last week. Okay. So therefore, we don't have a clear winner. Based on the contest rules, for those of you that picked Kling, for those of that, you that picked me, on January 8th, there will be a drawing between both pools. That's how the, the legality was. Uh, legal. So they're calling you co-champions? That's so Kling and I aren't a fan of the co-champion title, which is why lame, in office... Lame. Uh, not related to the official contest. That's let me make that very clear. The official contest is already done and settled. There will be a drawing next month. And those of you that pick me will be also entered the drawing for those that pick Kling. And that's how the $1,500 obviously gift card is going to be determined. That's what the legal contest said. But for bragging rights between Kling and I, we have both decided to just keep on going for a little bit. So he's got, who did he pick this? I'm picking the Packers this week and who, I don't remember. Washington Commanders. That's but that, that's just an internal bragging rights thing. Um, so there we go. Internal? He said he sounded like he was throwing out the gauntlet to you. He wants if you lose I this. I wanted to win the, the actual if, one. This one's now just bragging, right? If so. you lose this, are you willing to accept that you're not the champion? You're not the mm. co-champion. Uh, I really don't care. The contest says I'm co the contest rules, the ones the legal the the, the legal side of things the says co we're co-champions. Co-champions lame. I I don't make the rules, Cody. So forget the legal part. I think whoever wins this is the champion, and that's the only champion I will it's the only champion I will honor. Jed shaking his head again, so I guess he disagrees for the fourth time today <laughs> in this show. Someone says, on Jed, the fantasy, co-champion is stupid. I agree that co-champion is stupid, but well. in Alex's defense, it is legalese at this point. I mean, what are you going to do, lawyer up? <laughs> you want to get lawyers involved in this? It's co-champions because it's legally bound by the contract rules. I think what now has happened, I think now that this is the first time this has happened, Maybe next year we can get some wording change. But, like, deep down, like, in all seriousness, th what I told you is how it is going to be coined because that's how the legal rules were written for the contest. So those of you that pick Kling and I, you both are entered and will be drawn next month for who wins the prize. That's, that's how it was written. That's how it's going. You know what? Maybe the champion is whoever's person gets chosen. That's the real tiebreaker in this world. Whether Gold's guy gets somebody who chose Gold as the winner or someone who chose Kling as the winner. Co-champion is just such a lame... No, that's not how Survivor is supposed to work. We like winners. Winners or losers. So who he went with the Commanders, and you said you're going with Green Bay? Yeah. Because we still only have the same pool of teams. Like, we've all we've all used... We've all... Almost with a start fresh. Or, you know, whatever. Well, no, that would be... No. It's already lame. 
there's still a chance we tie for the whole season. That would at least feel like a genuine, honest tie. Although then I think you would have to just, uh, you'd have to make postseason picks. How would that work? We would have already used most, probably all the postseason. Fresh start. Fresh start. Oh, like fresh start for the postseason, just yeah. Just an elimination pool. I mean, yeah. yeah, we can do that anyway if you want as a show. If you would like. Well, we each draft a team? I just don't know how that would work. Like Everybody would pick the Chiefs or Eagles or Bills, I feel like. Yeah, but each week you would have to choose who you would eliminate. So for the first week, let's say you chose the Chiefs because they're the two seed. You're like, cool, they're going to win. The next round you're going to have to choose either against their choose opponent. Buffalo. Choose Buffalo. Yeah, you're going to have to choose between a few. It's not as easy as it sounds. Playoff games are that close. That doesn't work that well, though, because in, in the AFC, that doesn't work well. You're the, the NFC, AFC, too. Yeah, but it just doesn't. that doesn't work. Why? Because if I'm doing that, I do what you're saying. I pick the Chiefs in the wild card. Weekend. You don't have to pick the Chiefs in the wild card. Well, you can choose the 4-5 matchup. And then the next time you're like, oh, just pick the Bills. Well, then in the AFC title game, if it's the Bills against the, the, the Dolphins, then I'm you're gonna forced have to, to pick the Dolphins. Probably. No, you're forced to choose an NFC team. Maybe. No, you would have already chosen the other two. You would have well, both would have NFC teams. I would still have the Dolphins. If I you would have, to pick yes, Dolphins. you would have Miami or one anyway, of the two NFC teams. Is, it works not, fine. This, I don't like it. I, all I know is... Uh, Kling and I lasted the longest in this thing. We're co-champs, according to the legalese, and so be it. Ugh. I hate it. Just accept it, man. Just accept it. I don't it. want to. And I don't You're have knocked to. knocked out As a matter of fact. Just accept it. Well, not early? You're making it sound like I got knocked out in like week two. Week six. I don't remember what week it was, but it wasn't week two. It wasn't like a Carrington exit. I don't know what he got knocked out. I'm this year longer than me, but... On right, aggregate we'll get, over three years. We'll, uh, so anyway, that's just an update. A lot of people had been texting in throughout the week, like asking, how is that going to work? Now you know. Uh, so if you pick Klinger Eye, just keep an eye out for that in January is my understanding uh, for when that will all be determined. Uh, we'll get to the Ram question in just a second. But the Texans on Sunday, the Chiefs are 14-point favorites at last check against them. This is a team that almost beat the Cowboys a, a week ago. Um, you asked me earlier if the Chiefs need to take the Texans or we need to take the Texans more seriously because of the Cowboys game. I think the Chiefs as a team, considering you blew almost a 27 nothing lead to the Broncos. Good combination yeah, they, for them. They, and the they, Texans are coming off their best game. They got to take them seriously, and I think they will. As fans, no, I, I don't have to take the Texans seriously. Uh, because the, the Texans had a close call against the Cowboys and nearly won, and what happened with the Chiefs, I feel good about the Chiefs' mindset heading in. You just saw on film a Texans team almost beat a playoff team in the Cowboys, and you know what just happened against the Broncos where you blew the huge 27-0 lead. So I, I, I'm not worried from the Chiefs' perspective going in. As a fan, though, yeah, man, I'm, I don't need to. Uh, I don't need to. The focus. Texans' leading rusher, Damian Pierce, at 939 yards is out. Do you know who? Uh, how many yards do you think the next closest guy has? Uh, 350. 80. 80 yards. That's their next highest running back. 80. You want to talk about a single back to backfield? You're looking at Brandon Cooks, 520 yards. Their leading wide receiver. Questionable for the game on Sunday. Unlikely to play, it kind of yeah. feels like. Uh, where do you think the next leading receiver is after him? Much closer than in the rushing department. Uh, I don't even know if I can name you other other than the Chris Moore kid that had a nice game, but that was only one nice game last He's third. week. Nico yeah. Collins Nico is the Collins. answer. Nico Collins. This is, is what we've already spent for. too much time they, talking about the tech. This this segment right here already too much discussing the Texans. What are we supposed to do? You want to just talk about the final four games again and how they're supposed to go undefeated? Well, because every time I think about every opponent for the rest of the season, this is what I come down to. Every Thursday, I think I could do the topic of for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Should we take this team serious? <laughs> and the answer is no. Uh, borderline maybe, but no. At least uh, also no. And you fire the final fourth one. No, 
Don't take them any serious. They're all bad football at, teams. At least this Seattle, is the worst one. Yeah, at least Seattle next week has DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And 10 days rest. Um, this team worth. has who? Nico Collins and who? Chris Moore. And Jeff Driscoll slash Davis Mills. Yeah. Um, who have a combined 13 passing touchdowns They're, this year, though, and only 16 interceptions. So I don't know why you're making fun of either of those guys. The Texans have one win this season. One win. They're the worst team in the NFL. I told you, Chicago and Denver, two terrible teams, have a combined better Chicago point differential least, than Texans a, on their own. Chicago at least has a quarterback that can 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 actually create big explosive plays on his own. In this Justin isn't Fields. You know what's funny? This game is so bad. I didn't even feel like we could. This is why it's like, can you can we even entertain it? This game is so bad. I didn't even think we could do the topic that we did a couple of other times with bad teams, which is what would have to go wrong. Like, what would have to go wrong for the Chiefs to lose to the Texans? And I, I like, I don't know that I can get, it would have to be like 12 things all at once in the most perfect storm of awful game of all time. Because we can make fun of that Colts game, certainly, and the fact that they lost that game. But the, the Colts are a better team than the Texans. They have more talent. Oh, yeah, they played essentially the, the same schedule, and one team has three more wins than the other. That's pretty simple to me. Basically played the same schedule. When I think it speaks to how bad the Texans are in the sense that the Colts, who were talking about being miles ahead of the Texans, fired their coach. Yeah, but the Texans hired a coach they knew they were going to fire. They're like, Ooh, okay, one year going to be real bad. We need a guy that we can totally fire. For hey, sure. But when you're talking I about the laughing stock of the two teams, the fact that we're like, oh, the Texans are god awful and the Colts are miles ahead of them. Expectations is what it was. Yep. The Colts were expected to compete and they didn't, you know? Like, I assume that the Texans are going to be smart enough to go with an offensive minded, quarterback friendly head coach after they take Bryce Young or whoever first overall this year, right? Right? Um, yeah, Bryce Young, I think. Will and then Lovey Smith will be the offensive coordinator for. Offensive coordinator. You think it'd be head coach? Lovey or defensive coordinator? Uh, uh, sorry. Yeah, he's a defensive guy. Do you think uh, it'd be head coach? No. No. In college is what I was going to say. By the way, not in the NFL. I was getting ready to uh, name him the defensive coordinator of a college team because his tenure at Illinois was just so great. That's why, that's why defensive coordinator. Wait, Lovey Smith. He's sixty-four. If he wants to keep coaching, I'm sure somebody will Seems have him like on his he staff. wants to, doesn't he? Well, someone will have him on his staff. If that's what you're asking. I don't know if he'll be a head coach again though. Interim? Like he was given an unfair opportunity here. I mean, like. What was he supposed to do with that roster? What a joke of a, a roster he's dealing with down there. It's not even his fault. I also didn't think it was a good hire, but still. That team is in a terrible spot. We knew that coming into the season. Let's get to the random question today. Random question. For you, Gold. For you, Jed. And over on the J Southland Toast Service text line, 913-586-7610. Of course, the random question today brought to you by the Windows Source of Kansas City. This one comes via Twitter. This time, they come all over the place. Sometimes my own thoughts, sometimes Twitter, sometimes other social media stuff. This said, what was the celebration restaurant your family ate at when you were a child Uh-oh. that you didn't realize was, in fact, not a five-star establishment until you became an adult? Who thought it would- So, look, as a kid, who, who you do think it's like, this is... Five-star no, but as a, as a kid, you thought, this is a fancy restaurant. Uh-oh. We are eating like fancy... Look, the Cheesecake Factory is an obvious answer to this question. Lots of people think now you're like, you realize the Cheesecake Factory is not like, this is fine dining at its finest. It's a perfectly fine chain restaurant that people attend. But it's not, it's not, I think when you go to the celebration, it's like ours was local and up north. 54th Street is where a lot of people, when you're like, this is a nice restaurant. 
Or maybe it's somewhere you took someone to prom and you thought it was a nice restaurant at the time, and now you realize eh, it was probably just a restaurant. Am I supposed to have an answer? Like, I, I didn't think I was going to Capitol Grill every time my, where were my you going? birthday. Well, just uh, where did you guys go? Where was your yeah, celebration Ni- dinner spot? Nico's Japanese Steakhouse used to be, it doesn't exist anymore. It was one of the best Japanese hibachi place in town. It doesn't exist. Uh, but that's, that was where we would go for stuff like that. And I don't think, it, I never thought it was a five-star restaurant, but it was. But well, you thought it was a nice place, right? Japanese nice, Steakhouse, and that's and fancy. They had cloth napkins. Good. This is the yeah, same point. Cloth napkins, yeah. Mean this and make me sound so weird. Did you have an I answer didn't this? No, this was a thing. I got obviously I ate dinner at some of the places you you were naming, but I didn't. I never. Ten year old me didn't go to. A, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a place and think it was Capitol Grill. Like, Cheesecake Factory. I, I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of. How rich are you? Factory. How rich were you growing up? Were you just like a millionaire? You just didn't even think that was like a, We just got God. done yesterday. You two and your Johnson County. We just got County. done yesterday saying how. God, I, how rich are you both? We just got done yesterday. Did we not have a conversation about mattresses and how I still had a twin mattress through until after college? And Cody says he's got his kids with queen mattresses right now already at five years old. So I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> That's different. It's a different time, man. The '90s. Someone said Red Lobster. Mom took me for my every year for my birthday. Someone says you're stealing from Fesco in the morning. Did you steal this from Fesco in the morning? He no, did I took actually. It from Twitter. Oh, you, st- Jed, you caught him. I, I heard this on Fesco wow. this morning. I didn't listen to their show today. Wow, not wow. supporting the I company. I apologize to the morning show. I had no idea Cody was ripping off the question from Fesco in no. the morning. I apologize. This is Bob from Josh, Twitter. I apologize. This is on Twitter. Is Twitter called Fesco in the morning? I don't really see the correlation. But to answer the question, (laughs) Applebee's, for me, I didn't ever think it was like a fancy place, though, because you get chicken fingers there. (laughs) Like the fancy places that we would actually go, I hated because you would have to, like you mentioned, Cody, cloth napkins. You'd have to put on a collared shirt and stuff like that. And then I would never be able to order anything that I wanted, like chicken fingers. Yeah. <laughs> like from the 816. Took a girl to Carrabba's when I was 16 in high school. Thought thought it was thought it was high class. Macaroni was, Grill, I guess, would I was, maybe. I like yeah, Macaroni that, Grill. Yeah. But, but, they, but they had but good food. Again, but in retrospect, it's it's way less fancy it, than it felt in that it, moment. It did, but I guess that's where I'm getting my whole, I'm getting held up on is like, I, when I, I went to Macaroni Grill plenty growing up, I never thought I was going to a fine dining establishment. I wasn't going to a nice restaurant. But I didn't, I didn't think I was going to a five-star restaurant. Who walked into any of these places at even at 12 years old and I'm thought you serious? were going to the nicest restaurant those, on earth? Those places when I was a kid okay. felt like the nicest places we ever Okay, so that's, ate. That, see, that's a different question, ever though. Ate. That's a different question. This is the nicest establishment yeah, see, that, in which we see, as a group these are two or an individual – Get a meal. This is as yeah. fancy as it gets for the tap house. See, that's a different question. You didn't ask me what was the nicest restaurant you went to. You asked me what restaurant did you go to and think it was a five-star restaurant. That's different well, What thing. was your comparison? What did you think was a f- – I didn't know what the Capitol Grill was when I was 13. was a good place to eat dinner. Seemed fine. I was like, it's a good place to eat dinner. I didn't, I didn't go in with a – Olive Garden, they're wearing like white shirts. You're like, this place must cost a uh, gajillion dollars. Cody. I'm dead serious. This you is thought not, Olive Garden was a five-star restaurant as a kid? I thought Olive Garden was one of the fanciest places you okay. could eat. I think the question should have been, what was your special occasion restaurant? Because for like my mom yeah. was an awesome cook, so whenever we got to go out to eat, we didn't do it very often. It was like a big deal. But I didn't consider the restaurants nice. Like, <laughs> like I said, if I'm ordering chicken fingers, I'm not like, wow, this fancy place. So to me, that's more like what's a special occasion treat? You're very, this sounds like a bunch of Joko <laughs> snobs. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, 100%. I, I, don't, I don't disagree. I'm just saying, I think the question, yeah, I think there's a difference of, hey, what did you think was a nice restaurant and what did you go to for special occasions? And I'm a little pissed that Cody just isn't accepting the fact that he stole this question I from didn't. Bob and Josh this morning. Look at our rundown. Pull it up. I sent putting it on a sheet or a Google doc doesn't mean that you didn't steal it from someone else. I can prove you a time stamp that I put this into our rundown yesterday at 430 p.m. And Bob and Josh texted me at 426 (laughs) yesterday saying, hey, we're going to use this tomorrow. Please don't use it. And I I didn't have a chance to get back to the rundown. I will not accept the fact that this is stolen material. This was a very popular (laughs) question on Twitter. I really did. Chi Chi, someone mentioned. There's some a bunch of a bunch of people thought Red Lobster, that was bad. Plus Ponderosa got mentioned a couple of times as Ponderosa, well. Ponderosa, wow, that's a throwback. Buffets, do they inherently feel like at that time buffets felt kind of like a you know what uh, you know which one I thought was really fancy too as a kid. It probably was. I don't know what it cost. The buffet at Station it was then Station Casino. It is now Ameristar. Okay, there was the World Buffet. So it was like you could get Chinese food or Indian food or like American style food. It was like that was the idea. There was like, hey, here's cuisine from around the world. I thought that. What's might the crap? Let me ask you the this: fanciest. What's the cra- then? What's the crappiest restaurant you think you've ever been to? Ever in my life? <laughs> Where you're just like, man, that place looking bad. Like, why the hell did I ever eat there? Is it, and I'm hoping it's a place that's no longer opened. Oh, I have my answer. What's it's your a, answer? It was a buffet. Place. Buffet places just by their There's own. A place called it doesn't exist anymore. You so like Ryan Steakhouse or no, something? No, I mean it's a place that doesn't exist, so I have no problem trashing them. Uh, it was called China Star Buffet off of Metcalf. Like okay. What would that have been? Actually, probably ninety fifth. Ninety fifth and Antioch. Ninety fifth and Metcalf. I thought maybe Antioch. Uh, yeah, China. That place. Looking back, like oh gosh, why that was that was probably not a place to go eat, and I think it closed down a while ago. I'm sure it is one of those. You like, don't have an answer. I don't know, man. We used to go eat at like Perkins a lot when we were teenagers. What's wrong I'll with Perkins? I probably haven't stepped back into so did Tiger, Perkins. Tiger Woods went there a lot, so it's <laughs> so a pretty bougie like, place. I probably haven't stepped back inside of Perkins since like 18 or 19. Are those still nice? Someone mentioned Stroud's in the Northland. That that also felt fancy because like it was fried chicken, but it was a, it was felt much fancier than that. Well, it certainly was priced that way. The yeah. uneven floors made it feel fancy. <laughs> Corky. <laughs> they got a location out south now, too. Stroud's does. Someone says there's a China star still in Belton and Raymore. Different owners, I'm sure. Different owners, I'm sure. Sure can't be talking about the same place at all. <laughs> it's probably different. You should have just named any other Chinese fast food. Any Chinese. You should have been, it was a Chinese buffet. Because I wanted to be specific. Someone that- says no more, no endorsement for you there. Yeah, <laughs> darn it. Darn it. Uh, China star money. Dang it. Could you imagine? Shoney's, there's another buffet. Well, I haven't heard that name in a while. That probably was one of the less nice. What was, God, what was the name of the, so maybe that was, was that a, I'm trying to remember if that was a Ponderosa too. It's like there was a Ryan's Ponderosa, Shoney's. There were like a few of those like that all kind of felt like they were the same, just eating the same place. Well, that's it. That's all Thanks for the for random it. question that you stole from Fesco in the morning. Then steal from there. Thank you. Rob Britton says it was the Rainforest Cafe. Ooh, <laughs> that's different because that's like a whole. That's like kids. Like you that's thought an that adventure. Was, yeah, that's different because as a kid you did think that was just the coolest place. That yeah. How well, many times? I don't even. I think I went to Rainforest Cafe maybe once or twice. I've only been maybe. there one time. It's really not well, that good. They but don't have them in the area anymore. Do they still have them at like res- like in resorts and stuff? Because 
they don't have the one that was at Oak Park Mall. That's been closed for years. But that's a question for the person Cody? with kids. Do you know is the nearest no, Rainforest no. Cafe still like more around touristy areas? Uh, I don't. I don't. I've never been Universal to Studios a, in Florida kind of stuff. I haven't been since the like one time I went as a kid. My kids have not been to the Rainforest Cafe. The one that B Dub mentioned this morning that I thought also was uh, a really good point was Showbiz Pizza or Chuck E. Cheese because you thought as a kid ah, that Chuck it was e. like Cheese. the coolest place to go, and then it turns out. Not really that good a pizza, and the games aren't really that fun either. But Plus, kid, the animals it. are creepy. What's the? There was a story about this during the pandemic because the Chuck E. Cheese's were obviously struggling, right? Because nobody was going and they were closed. But they opened up uh, a pizza. They changed the name because nobody was going to probably order carry or delivery from Chuck E. Cheese. So they changed the name to like Pasquale's Pizza, and it, I think it's still on DoorDash right now. And it actually is just Chuck E. Cheese Pizza. But there was a whole story written up about like they changed oh, yeah. the name just for the DoorDash. They're like, people maybe won't DoorDash Chuck E. Cheese Pizza, so we're gonna call it Pasquale's Pizza, and it's gonna work. And smart, it's, it's it. I guess so because it's still going around. Successful. Someone says there's still a Rainforest Cafe. They paid two hundred dollars this summer for Applebee's quality food. <laughs> two hundred dollars. What are the well, price it's points? Of Rainforest Cafe. Someone says there's still one down in Galveston, Texas. Yeah, I think they're they're more in like resorty or beach type areas. There you go, Cody. Maybe you can take the kids. Get an overpriced. It's like pack. a hard rock cafe or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up next, let's get to some uh, fancy football. Paul Charchian of guillotineleagues.com tells us fancy football's top scoring runner and his challenge this week. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.